its two houses made into one. Do you live here too? Yes, nearly all my family lives here. My mom, some of my brothers, their wives and children, and my sister and her family too. Wow. I couldn't see much detail in the darkness, but there were lights on in most of the windows. It looked a welcoming house. Come on, he led me to the front door. Take your shoes off. Why? Because we always take our shoes off when we go inside the house. What for? To keep it clean, and because that's our way. He smiled as he unlaced his shoes. Come and meet the family. I took my shoes off, left them next to his in the porch, and stepped into the hallway. He put on some flip-flop sandals, but there was nothing for me, so I walked barefoot. He took me into a large living room with three long settees arranged as three sides of a square. On the fourth wall, there was a gas fire and a hole built through the wall, with a badly fitting door that seemed to lead into the adjoining house behind the fireplace. There were a lot of people watching a tiny TV in the corner, showing a Pakistani film. Come and sit down, he said, leading me to a settee. Several of the women got up to make space and went to the kitchen, but an old lady sat still and gave me a half smile. This is my mother, Farhat Aziz. He pointed to me and said, Anna. Hello, I said, sitting down next to Malik. Next, he turned to the men in the room. And these are my brothers. They all smiled and looked pleased to see me. A sad-eyed young woman, about ten years older than me, came in with a tray. This is Muniza. She is my brother, Khalid's first wife. I gave her a smile and she passed me a cup of milky tea. Get some chapatis. Malik ordered her with a stern expression. I hadn't seen this side of him before. I had a moment's hesitation. Maybe I shouldn't have come. But then Malik flashed a smile at me, and I felt fine again. I expect you're hungry, he asked. Yes, I nodded. Muniza came back with a large plate of buttered chapatis. They looked a bit different to the one I ate when Val and I had a takeaway a few days before. They're homemade. Malik explained, as if reading my thoughts. Yes, it's very good, I agreed. Just then, Muniza brought a bowl of minced meat with a strange scent and put it down on the table in front of me, along with a bowl of oranges cut into quarters. They all looked at me, so I took a spoonful of meat to taste. It stung my tongue, but I tried not to pull a face. Do you like it? asked Malik. It's lamb with Punjabi spices. I nodded my head. Not bad. Malik and his brothers all laughed. I hadn't realized how hungry I was, so I helped myself to another chapati, partly to take the taste of the spices away, and sucked an orange quarter, which tasted quite bitter to me, but I wasn't really a fruit eater. After I'd eaten, his mother tried to talk to me, but I couldn't understand anything she said. Her smile vanished, and a look of contempt took its place. The brothers were talking amongst themselves, so I ate a third chapati and fidgeted as the time passed. I need to go to the toilet, I whispered to Malik. Muniza, he called, then some strange words I didn't understand. We speak Punjabi here, he explained. Muniza will show you to the bathroom. When I came out, Muniza and another woman were waiting with a mop, some bleach and other cleaning things. They went straight in and scrubbed everything. 
To me, this seemed rather a strange thing to do, but I had realized by now that this was a strange family. Well, strange to me, anyway. Can we go now? I asked when I came back into the living room. Soon. Malik nodded and carried on talking to his brothers in their language. I sat down next to him and listened, but it was just a jumble of sounds. I didn't know what they were saying, but they kept looking at me and smiling. They could have been talking about me, but I couldn't tell. So I just sat there and looked up at the images of women in long, wafty clothes on the silent TV screen, then at the wooden elephant clock ticking slowly on the mantelpiece. I kept staring at that clock, thinking he'd better take me home in a minute. Finally, Malik seemed to notice. What's wrong with you? It's getting late. I'd like to go now. Not yet, he insisted, then carried on talking with his brother, Isharat. Please, will you take me home? I pleaded a few minutes later. Don't you have to get back to work?